you for the joy, God. And Lord, I, I thank you for the pain, God. Hallelujah. All my life, God, you have been with me, God. You have carried me, Lord. And for this, God, I give you praise, God. God, I thank you for the sunshine, God. And I thank you for the rain, God. I thank you for waking me up this morning, God. I thank you for starting me on my way, God. Give you praise. Hallelujah. 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 For every breath I take, I give the Lord praise. For every step I take, I give the Lord praise. Let's praise the Lord this day. Hallelujah. Lift up your hands, all ye gates. Lift up your hands and praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. He is worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy to be praised. Good morning, Shallow family and friends. I greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I bring you greetings on behalf of Bishop Benjamin Keith Watts and Lady Cynthia Watts. We thank God that you have joined us in worship here in the sanctuary and you that are online. A gracious thank you to Bishop Watts for allowing me to preach God's word, for using me as a vessel to bring forth a word from the Lord. Let us pray. Lord, we give you thanks for this day and that you have made. Thank you for giving us this time to hear a word from you, God. I pray that it falls on fertile ground, God, and it take root and, and bring forth much fruit. Lord, I submit myself to you right now, completely to be used by you. I let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable, God, in, in your sight. Oh, Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name, I do pray. Amen. The scripture comes from Matthew, Matthew 28, 16 through 20, the New King James Version. Then the 11 disciples went away into Galilee, to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. You may be seated. The topic that God has given me is saving souls. Saving souls. Let's talk about it and be about it. Hallelujah. Let's talk about it. It's a phrase that invites two or more people to discuss something. It's often used to discuss a problem or try to settle things or figure things out, strategize. For example, when, when two energetic people get together, 
they often produce a synergy. The phrase can also mean to discuss something thoroughly. Now, to, to be about it is a, a different thing. I had to go to the urban uh, dictionary for that. <laughs> be about it is an ethnocentric phrase of African-American origin, meaning taking a specific endeavor seriously and, and putting forth an honest and a, and a, a prudent effort. It's a call, a, a common mindset, an elevated standard of professionalism, honor and dedication to a cause, a cause or an action. It exhibits extreme courage and bravery in times of stress or overwhelming odds. Talk about it and, and be about it. So let's talk and be about it. Making sure that we are intentional in infusing the conversation, infusing the conversation of saving souls within the framework of our everyday life. Infuse the conversation of, of saving souls in our everyday lives. Let's talk about the Great Commission in social settings, in ministry meetings, at lunch, at, at dinner, at special social savings retreats. If you like me, I have agenda when I, when I see my clients in finance. And if I don't put it up to the front, and we spend so much time talking about this and that, then we run out of time and we have to table it for the next meeting. Do not put soul-saving agenda at the end of your meeting. You need to talk about what have you done uh, lately. Hallelujah. Let's talk about it. Let's share our stories. Share the steps, the progression that we go through, the, the pain, the joy, the excitement. Anyone here wants to talk about saving souls? I know you don't have a mic, so I volunteer. You, many, you may have heard this many times. I was saved in an unusual way. I was saved as a young child, checking the, the bread in the oven late afternoon when the sun was setting. And I look at the majestic beauty of the sky, and I saw God in his nature. And I had been to church all my life, so I knew about God. But I accepted him as my personal savior right there, checking the bread in the stove with my mother. So when I came of age around eight or nine, I had a little dilemma. I had a little dilemma being in the United Methodist Church because the United Methodist Church had a morning bench. And, and, and you wouldn't really save unless you went down on the morning bench and you had to cry a little bit, you had to, you had to, you had to sweat a little bit, and you had, to, you had to dance a little bit when you got up, but you, you really wasn't saved. So I wanted to be saved officially by the eye of the church, even though I had been saved years ago. So, so I knew that I couldn't get up on Monday it had been too early, I didn't think I would have anything. I couldn't get up on Tuesday, so I planned it that I would, I would get up on Wednesday. And I praised the Lord when I got up because I was already saved, so I already praised the Lord. That was my early experience. I'm telling my story to you. We need to share our story. And so when I went on to college, the strategy changed a little bit. It changed a little bit. 
I went to college and there was Campus Crusade for Christ. It's now Campus Crusade for Christ International all over the world. And, and they had what we call the, the four spiritual laws. Have you ever heard of the four spiritual laws? Uh, so at, at my church, I, I, I knew that every August, children would go down to the morning bench and they would be saved. And I knew that every Sunday the preacher would ask you, do you want to be saved? And I know on Tuesday night at, at Bible study, he would ask you, but Campus Crusade for Christ said, no, 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 no. You're going to think about this all the time. You're going to be in the mind of evangelism all the time. And we're going to train you and we're going to give you a track so you can understand it. And this is what I learned in the four spiritual laws. And if you're not saved today, please listen intently. Intensely. Law number one. God's love you, and he offers a wonderful plan for your life, and that's in John 3, 16. Lord, to men and women, they're sinful, and they're separated from God, Romans 3 and 23. Law 3, Jesus Christ is God's only provision for our sins, Romans 5 and 8. And law 4, we must individually... Mama can't do it, you know that saying? Daddy can't do it. We must individually receive Jesus Christ as our Savior and Lord, uh, John 1 and 12. Those are some of my experiences of my early years of my salvation story. There are many more I can share, and you have many that you can share. Have you shared it lately? Have you shared it lately. Saving souls is a mission given to us by, by God. Usually in business, if an employee is not caring for the mission of the company, it's for different reason. I must admit, I had gotten to a place at my job where I, I knew the work, I knew it in and out. I didn't like the management way of vision. So I kind of tuned out a little bit. I did my job well. I have clients right here in, today. But they made us take a test. And that test, it told them that I was complacent. I was so amazed. It told them that I was complacent, that I was in the middle, that I was in the middle of, 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 of my vision for the job. That I wasn't gung-ho, or I wasn't ready to leave, but I was right in the middle. So they made me take the test again. I, oh my God. I came right in the middle again. So they decided to do something about it and to talk about it. They wanted me to make sure I understood the mission and that I was on board. I came on board. I'm not part of the leadership team, so I'm helping other people to come on board. But usually when you're not sure of the mission, there's a few reasons. And the mission of the church is saving souls. The mission of the church is saving souls. But if you're contrary, it's usually because you don't fully understand the mission. Or you hate the mission, or you don't care about the mission. Or you care, but you lack passion or incentive to do the mission. Or you're thinking about abandoning the mission. We must 
be willing to talk about it. We must figure out how to instill the urgency of the mission in our spirit. The urgency, the passion to save souls. Urgent isness are all around us every day. Oh, there was a fatal fire on the Gold Star Bridge occurred this year in April. The crash involved a fuel tank and, and a car with flames spreading everywhere. The truck driver died and other people were injured. There were heroes who ran towards the fire. The New London Police Department honored Lieutenant Cornelius Rogers and Brandon Bylow for their heroic actions. Rogers was an off-duty policeman. Bylow and an anonymous third person helped save several people in a disabled vehicle. Lieutenant Rogers, he was trained, he was certified, and he swore to protect the community. He ran towards the fire, not away, towards the fashion. He, he ran toward his mission. When I saw this on TV, it made me think of souls, the fire, the burning fire, people who are not saved. I can't see it in the physical, so I don't run to them all the time. I, I can't see it. Lord, help me to see it in the spirit. Let me look at someone who is not saved, God, and, and see them burning, Lord. Let me run towards uh, the fire, Lord. Hallelujah. He ran towards the fire. The danger was seen by his physical eyes. We must see lost souls with our spiritual eyes. <laughs> Lieutenant Roger, he understood the mission and he acted upon it. He talked about it in training and he was, he be about it during the fire. Let us talk and be about our mission of saving souls. The number one point I want to give you this morning is that saving souls, let's talk and be about it, it is your calling. You've been appointed, you've been appointed, and you are anointed by God to save souls. You may be saved and you may be gifted in a particular ministry that God has called you to do singing, being an usher, feeding the hungry, clothing those in need, showing hospitality to all that you meet. Various gifts working together as one body in Christ. One thing that all, that all of us have in calling is a, is a holy calling. It's your calling. You are point one A. You are consecrated. 2 Timothy 1.9 said, For he delivered us and saved us and called us with a, a holy calling. Can you say holy calling? He called you with a, a holy calling. A calling to, to lead a, a consecrated life. A, a life set apart. A life of purpose. Not because of works. It's not by works that you're saved. It's by faith and, and God's grace. 
favors and grace, his amazing, undeserved favor, granted to us in Christ Jesus. You're calling, you've been appointed, and you've been anointed. To be appointed means to be put in the office in order to function fully and, and to accomplish a task. To accomplish a task, to be about it. Point one B, you are equipped. You're equipped to do it. Stop thinking you, you, you don't have enough, uh, that you need more. You're equipped right now to save souls where you are. <laughs> to be anointed according to the scripture means to be equipped with the necessary tools to carry out a, a certain task. In most cases, this is the Holy Spirit. Can you say, Holy Spirit, fall afresh upon me this day because God's work God's work God's work is spiritual not carnal it takes the spirit of God to fulfill his assignment when people were anointed God empowered them to accomplish many 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 mighty tasks Ephesians 4 1 and 2 point 1c you have godly character. When you're appointed and anointed, you have godly character. The scripture says, so I, Paul, the prisoner for the Lord, appeal to you to live a life worthy of the calling, your calling, to which you have been called. That is to live a life that exhibits godly character, moral courage, personal integrity, mature behavior, expresses gratitude for God and with humility, forsaking, forsaking self-righteousness, a spirit, a character of gentleness, maintaining a self-control with patience, bearing with one another in unselfishly in love. Extinguish fiery darts. When you're pointing and anointing, things come towards you. Darts of hate. But God said we have the shield of faith. We have the shield of faith to protect us from the, the fiery darts. He said, above all, take the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench. You need to say quench the fiery darts of the, of the wicked. Well, how do you get faith? If faith is the one that starts the fire, that stops the fiery darts, how do we get faith? Bishop would say, I'm glad you asked. So Romans 10, 17 said, so then faith comes by hearing and, and, he, and hearing by the word of God. So the sermon is saving souls. Let's talk about it. We've talked about it, but the next part is, let's be about it. I taught at Three Rivers for five years, so we always had homework. Always had homework. So do you. Homework number one is action. You can write it down. You can put it in your phone. You want to put the answer, or you can listen to it later. These are not, these are not things that are commanded. This, this is from Wanda. But it will help you to fulfill the commandments. It will help you fulfill 
of the commandments. Action number one, share your salvation story with someone. Share your salvation story with someone. You can start easy. It could be your spouse, your, your siblings, your neighbor. When we used to have seminars, uh, I didn't always do my homework, but <laughs> I didn't. But I, I, I did, you know, maybe 50-50. The instructor actually was at my job. He would teach us about management and mission statements, accomplish it. And he would teach us something. He said, if you don't do it within 24 hours, you're going to forget it or not do it at all. Not do it at all. So I encourage you to do it within 24 hours or to write it down on what day you're going to do it. Hallelujah. Point number two is your charge. Go make disciples near and far. far. Near and, and far. Uh, my first point is, is to adjust your lifestyle. Adjust your lifestyle to go to be disciples. Matthew 16, 24 said that Jesus said to his disciples, if anyone wishes, if anyone wishes to follow me as my disciple, as my disciple, he must, she must deny himself, set aside selfish interests, and take up his cross. He must express a willingness to endure whatever it takes, whatever comes my way. And follow Jesus Christ. Believe in, in, in Jesus Christ. Conforming to his example of, of living, suffering, and dying. Hallelujah. You must adjust your lifestyle. To be, to be your charge, go make disciples near and far, is to accept the charge. You got, you got to be willing to, to accept it. You, got to, you have to accept it. Romans 10 said, but how... How will people call on him in whom they have not believed? And how will they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how will they hear without a messenger, a preacher? Sometimes we want to, we want to put the preacher. The preacher is the one that's supposed to go near and far. Different translation says the messenger. And we're all messengers of God. We're all messengers. Accept the charge. To see, acknowledge the power. You will receive power. I, you know, when, when I was in college and, and Campus Crusade for Christ gave me this track, and they had trained us. We had been through many training, understood the, 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 the verses and everything. We, we knew about what this verse meant. But then they took us to a facility. I can't remember. It was a hotel, a restaurant. It was a big place. And they gave us a track and they said, go. I'm an introvert. So going in my mind wasn't that easy. It's go. I have this thing of not wanting to impose myself upon people. It can be good. It also can be bad when you're doing ministry. Didn't want to impose myself. So I went with my head in my track, in my head and my track, with little power. The Lord said, when you go and witness, you, you have power. You're not going of your own. You're going in my power. I am with you. Let the power flow through you. Be not afraid when you go in and witness to others. Be not afraid. If you see yourself being afraid, 
that mean? You're going in your own might. You're, you're going in your own will. I know it because I've done it. You have to go in, your, in God's might, in God's will. Acknowledge, acknowledge the power. Hallelujah. You have to exercise your, your faith, your charge to go make disciples near and far. You exercise your faith, but you're not alone. What do you take with you? You take the word of God, which is your sword. You take the word of God, which is sword. The word flows through you. Whether you quote it word for word or you paraphrase it, commit it to memory and bring it out in your own version, you take the word with you. Hebrew 4.12 says, for the word that God speaks is alive. It's alive. It's not dead. It's alive and, and has full of power. It's making it active, energizing, making it effective. Hallelujah. Fall on fresh, fertile ground and, and take root and, and bear much fruit. Penetrating through the Holy Spirit. Exercise your faith. Uh, to make disciples, you have to be a disciple. So, 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 so to, to train someone, you must be in training. To teach someone the word, you must be a teachable. Hallelujah. Whether it's day by day in your, in your daily devotion or it's at Bible study or it's at church, to, to daily be before the Lord. To make disciples, you must be a disciple. A disciple read and study the word. A disciple praise. A disciple tithe. And those that are blessed give an offering. A disciple has a close relationship with the Lord. And, and they follow his commandment. I remember when I first read this scripture. And I was in college. I, I grew a lot in college. Uh, it was John 4, 15, 14, 15. And, and when I read this, I, had, I kept reading it over and over, and I, I, and I always meditate on it. Because, it's, because I love the Lord. I love the Lord. Anyone else here love the Lord? Do you love the Lord today? Stand up and praise the Lord if you love the Lord. Hallelujah! Stand up and praise the Lord if you love the Lord. Hallelujah! You may be seated. You may be seated. John 14, 15, it starts out that way. He said, if you really love me, guess what you would do? You would keep and obey my commandments. So I don't have to rely on my words that come from my mouth. That I love the Lord. I praise you. I can look at what God has told me to do and see whether or not I am obeying his word. And by that shows my love for the Lord. It changed my life when that penetrated my soul. Uh, be, you don't, be you doers of the word. Obey his message. And not merely listener, not just hearers of the word. You... You betray yourself. You fool yourself. It's a deception if you don't obey the word. It's the end of my point number two, so there's homework number two. It's an action item. We talked about it. 
So let's be about it. I want you to list and share one thing you can do immediately. List and share one thing you can do immediately to improve your discipleship. Your discipleship. That which defines you as a disciple. Amen. Point number three is your saving souls that talk and be about it. Your compassion. Go to all people. Go to all people. Have your, have, have your compassion been tested lately? lately? Uh, my compassion was, I thought I was pretty good, Sister Gloria, until the election of the 45th president of the United States. I, I, I thought I had it. I thought I was compassionate. I thought I showed love. But the Lord told me, you have, you're not, you, you yet to arrive to the fullness of compassion. God reminded me that I could not shut out people who did not vote like me. Uh, regardless of race, regardless of color, religion, nationality, sexual orientation, political affiliation, your compassion will compel you to go to all people and make disciples of them. This is a timely information. This is timely because the next election is upon us. Your compassion, go to all people. Remember to check your compassion radar, your compassion meter. Lou said, he said, he told them a parable. He said, what man or woman among you, if he has a hundred sheep and loses one of them, does not leave the 99 in the wilderness and go after the one which was lost? I tell you in the same way, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous people who have no need of repentance. Hallelujah. Only one point in this message. Seek compassion. Seek it. Go after compassion. Where do I start? Go to all people. If you're intimidated, like I was <laughs> a long time ago, going to this great convention hall and with my track, start at home and then branch out. Family, friends, colleagues, neighbors, community, church, share the good news. Invite them to Bible study and worship in person or virtually. You know, on Sundays, I, right before service, when they, when they start the music, and you can get it on Facebook, I open up my Facebook and I, I share my links with all of my friends that don't share. Uh, that, that, that's, that's sharing the good news, hallelujah. There, there are numerous ways, social media ways that you can share online. You post scriptures, sing, pray, hallelujah. There's many ways that you can start now. And for many of you, because God has blessed us with a mighty preacher, many of you is just a continuation of what he is, we have already been teached, taught. Bird, teach, taught. Uh, teach what you have learned. You don't have to, it's good to go to, 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 to seminary. It's good to get your, your certificate, your master's, your PhD. But God has already taught you, so, so teach what you've already been taught. Hallelujah. And, and so your compassion is to go to all people. Everyone is family all across the world. 
all across the world. Everyone is family. You, you don't wait until you bring them to the fold of the Christian family to, to, to be friendly to them. You show your compassion by going to all people. You don't wait. You do it before they come into the fold. So homework number three is action number three. We talked about it. This is for us to be about it. List the name of one person. List the name of one person who you are close to who may be lost, that, that lost sheep out of 99. We can start sharing the good news with them. Pray for God to give you, after you write their name down that they are lost, pray for God to give you compassion to share the good news with them. Let's talk about it and be about it. It's my last point, which only has one point. It's number four, your commitment do it day after day after day. Matthew 24, 13 and 14 said, But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations. And then to the end, preached to the end. And the end will come. My one point is get committed and stay committed. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him each day and forevermore. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. You can do it if you take it day by day and, and ponder your path each and every day and let the Lord establish your way each and every day. Hallelujah. My last homework assignment, action item, talked about it, to be about it, saving souls, is to share your daily devotional habits with someone. Find out what they're doing. What time are, are they committing to each day to read the scripture, to pray? Share, share with them your, your, your good techniques and your bad techniques. Hallelujah. Share your daily devotion, saving souls, talk and be about it. So we talked about uh, your calling, you've been appointed, and you've been anointed. We share your salvation story with someone. We talked about your charge. Go make disciples near and far. List and share one thing you can do immediately to improve your discipleship. We talked about your compassion to, to go to all people. List the name of one person who are, you are close to, who, you can, who is lost, you can share the word to. Pray for, for, for you to have compassion upon their, their lost soul. See whether or not you can see the fire, the burning that gives you the passion to share the word. And, and the last was your commitment. Do it day after day, day after day after day after day. Hallelujah. Be in communication with the Lord. Let's give God some praise as we, as we commit uh, this day, no matter where you are, whether you already been spreading the word near and far, God may have a, another assignment for you. He may be showing you that there's something else I want you to do. Or whether you're like me who's an introvert and, and need to start near and talk to my, my family and, and talk to my friends. This came to home yesterday, but my, my, my niece, Sandra Jean, she, she passed away yesterday. She had recently had a heart attack you know, before, 
But, but yesterday around, I mean, early Saturday morning, around 2 a.m., she called her daughter to, to, call, to call 911, and she got to the hospital. But by the time she, she got to the hospital, they worked on her a little bit, and, and then she passed away. But thanks be to God. Sandra has shared her story with me time after time after time. She shared her commitment to the Lord. She shared what she was doing with the Lord. So I praise God that she is with him right now. There may be someone in your home. You don't know what time God's going to come together. You don't want to say, I had a chance last week, but I, I didn't share the good news of the Lord. You want to share your story to the lost. We're commanded to do so. That gives God some praise this morning. This is the word of God for the people of God. Praise be to God. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for your word today, God. Let it permeate our heart, God, and take root, God. Give us a fresh anointing, God, to, to spread the gospel to all nations, dear God, near and far, dear God. We, we thank you, God, for the increase in this house, God. Disciples making disciples abound here, dear God. Lord, we covenant together, God, to move forward to higher heights, dear God, deeper depths, dear God. Faith without works is dead. Let's talk about it. Let's be about it. Saving souls. Grant us victory in our mission. In Jesus' name we do pray. Everyone say amen. Amen. amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. We bless your name. If you heard this word and you want to be a part of the, the Shallow New London family, we invite you to join us. If you're here in the sanctuary, Please stand and come forward if you want to join this church. If you don't know the Lord as your personal Savior, we invite you to accept Jesus Christ in your life. Hallelujah. You just have to ask and believe in your heart and, and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and, and you are saved. If God is tugging at your heart today, uh, please come. If you want a personal relationship with God, please come. Give your life and your heart to God this day. Hallelujah. Let us pray. God, we thank you for each person today. God, we thank you for, for salvation to God. Anyone here, God, who has accepted you to God, we, we praise you. The angels are rejoicing, God. God, we, we repent of our sins. We believe that Jesus was died and that he was buried and he was raised dear God we thank you Lord in Jesus name we pray amen amen please prepare your your hearts and your minds to give give unto the Lord cheerfully for God loves a cheerful giver God will open up the windows of heaven so much so you won't have room to receive. Remember, there's three ways to give. You can give virtually by Cash App or Gillify. You can give by mailing it in, or you can give at the end of service in an envelope as you, as you leave. So let us pray and let's, let's bless this offering this day. 
Lord, we give of the tithing, and Lord, we give of the offering. God, enlarge our territory. Bless us indeed, God. We thank you. We give you the praise. We give joyfully. In Jesus' name, we do pray. And everyone say amen. Hallelujah.